0: For our series of the ADC competition talk with leading experts, we have today Jacques Remer, Professor of Economics at the Toulouse School of Economics. Professor Jacques Remer, a PhD in Economics from MIT, has held a number of important positions, including being Research Director at the CNRS, the prestigious Centre National de Recherche Scientifique, and Director of IDE, the Institut d'Economie Industrielle. He's a Fellow of the Econometric Society, was a member of its Council, and has been Scientific Director of the Digital Centre at Toulouse since 2015. He has done fundamental work on auction theory, industrial organisation, economics of the internet, as well as contract theory. Most recently, Jacques Crémer was appointed Special Advisor to Commissioner Vestager, and co-authored the Special advisor's Report for the European Commission, entitled Competition Policy for the Digital Era along with Yves-Alexandre de Montjoie and Heike Schweitzer. Jacques, welcome to the ADC. It's a pleasure to have you here and to have the opportunity to do this Comcast with you. For our first question, given your knowledge on competition economics, we could speak about a broad number of competition issues, but let me focus on your most recent work as a special advisor and co-author of the report, Competition Policy for the Digital Era. This report has indeed become a cornerstone for the discussion on the challenges of digitation for competition policy, along with other influential reports such as the Furman Report or the report published by the Stigler Center. From an enforcement perspective, what do you consider to be the top priority concerns in digital markets?
1: This is both a very important question and a very difficult question, and I hope the future, the other questions are going to be easier because otherwise I'm going to fail this exam. There are really two ways by which we could think about concerns in in that sentence. One is what type of behavior should be, or what type of entity should we uh, be going after. And uh, the other one is what are the main problems which we are facing when we are uh, doing enforcement. So two or three things, but I'm not sure that my uh, answer is going to answer uh, all of these questions. Uh, first, clearly, you know, we need to uh, keep on uh, checking on the behaviour of the big platforms. Again, okay? you know, that's something which competition authorities are uh, going to uh, to keep on doing. From the viewpoint of uh, looking forward, I think the really um, difficult issue is going to be the issue of data. And that means it's not going... It's not a, who's doing something bad about data, but we really have to uh, come up with a framework in order to uh, make sure that data is used competitively and in a a pro-consumer
0: way. Thank you. Taking on, on that point about data, one of the key concerns noted in the Special Advisors Report for the European Commission relates precisely to the access to data and the right to data portability. Do you believe that firms may exploit consumer behavioural biases in a way that may compromise the right to data portability, which is enshrined in the GDPR? Clearly, no, if data is uh, value, uh,
1: firms are not going to want to uh, to share it. And uh, uh, are going to try to find a way to keep the data which they feel is, is essential, whether they exploit consumer behavioural biases or you know uh, other methods uh, i'm not entirely sure, but uh, yes uh, clearly uh, the data which is valuable you're going to want to keep for yourself
0: Thank you. Let me ask you another question which uh, is the following. Here at the ADC, we have been very keen to better understand the challenges of digitization for competition policy. This last summer, we published an issues paper that covers key competition issues where digital markets may have an impact on competition. The ADC's issues paper has a particular focus on pricing algorithms, highlighting that even pricing algorithms following simple rules, such as price matching, may foster collusion. The competition community has also taken an interest on the risk that pricing algorithms may have in fostering collusion, but working with different scenarios. For example, some scenarios involve very simple algorithms, while others have complex reinforcement learning algorithms. Uh, Which scenarios do you consider to be more prevalent and challenging, both in the short term and then in the longer run?
1: I must admit I was very sceptical about uh, the problem of uh, algorithmic collusion for two reasons. One, I felt it was uh, much too early to begin looking at this problem. We don't have enough data. It's very hard to spot. Uh, the second one is that the uh, the discussion has had a tendency of being done in the following way: uh, Look, it's much algorithms are going to provide technology, which firms are going to uh, use in order to to collude. But we know that the problem in collusion uh, in, in economics is not a problem of only a problem of wanting to do something, wanting to collude, it's a problem of preventing cheating. And it's not clear whether the technology would not make cheating also much easier and which of those two. Uh, phenomena would dominate uh, wasn't entirely clear. So I felt that really the, all of this wasn't mature enough for us to think about it in enforcement terms although clearly there was a huge amount of academic research which could be done on the topic. My mind has changed a little bit on this because there's been work done by four Italian economists all linked to the University of Bologna Emilio Calvano Giacomo Calzolari Vincenzo De Nicolo and Sergio Pastorello I apologize for my accent in Italian and actually that work was supported by the part by the Digital Center at the Toulouse School of Economics And and what they did is they they ran simulations in which uh, firms were competing against each other using very simple, very standard models uh, from uh, AI in which no collusion was built in. So each firm was just looking at the world and trying to maximize their own profit. And they found that this naturally led to collusive uh, equilibria. So I think, yes, there is indeed a problem, But there is a big uh, legal problem of uh, algorithms don't need to want to collude to come to collusive uh, outcomes, and I'm
0: not sure how we're going to treat that problem. Thank you. And uh, finally, a question about the the, the impact of of potential preemptive mergers on on innovation and on market development. Uh, One of the challenges for competition authorities in the digital era is the risk that Preemptive mergers escape this scrutiny for not meeting notification thresholds. For this reason, some competition authorities have discussed and proposed broader notification thresholds. Do you believe that these broader notification criteria are suitable to avoid the so called killer acquisitions? Or do you believe that they may reduce the incentives of entry for, for buyout and have a negative impact on innovation?
1: I must admit that I find there's too much discussion on uh, mergers right now, in the uh, competition circle. It's clear that there are some mergers, you know, uh, in particular, for instance, uh, uh, WhatsApp or uh, Instagram, you know, uh, buyout by uh, Facebook, which probably shouldn't have uh, been allowed. Uh, but my feeling is that if I Euros now we would uh, catch them. Okay, I mean maybe the thresholds are not exactly enough, but you know we would find a way of going around this. Uh, uh, and actually, in the report we speak about them and uh, we show that the, uh, all of those mergers were notified to at least one competition authority. So the problem of the thresholds is not a, a major problem. We speak a lot about. The number of killer acquisition, but the only data we have about the number of killer acquisitions is coming from a recent paper on pharmaceuticals, and pharmaceuticals has got a very, very different uh, type of innovation process than uh, does uh, the tech industry. So I'm not entirely sure what we are uh, saying, because... So we've got a few mergers which clearly are not good, and, but now we would forbid them. There are lots of mergers which are done for technology purposes, for acquiring competence, which don't seem to create any problem. So my thinking is that we've got so many other problems in competition policy in the digital world that we should probably focus less on the mergers.
0: Okay, Thank you very, very much for doing this podcast with us and especially for visiting us for the seminar today. Thank you again.